0: This podcast series is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant Brilliant.org is the best way to learn math, science, computer science, all interactively. Look, are you struggling with your exams in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet? Brilliant can help you out. Thousands of lessons and new ones added every month. You can start bite-sized or you can challenge yourself to learn more. Look, we all know that Pokemon makes you think and Brilliant can help with that too you are a lifelong learner looking for a new challenge you can get started for free by visiting brilliant.org slash pkmncst or you can click the link in our show notes and brilliant has a special offer for its super effective listeners the first 200 who head over to brilliant.org slash pkmncst will get 20% off brilliant's annual premium membership it's almost the new year, so why don't you learn something new? And a huge shout out to Brilliant for sponsoring this series. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the final episode of Super Picnic Club. That's... We did it! Do you promise? <laughs> Pro-
1: promise we talk about picnics finally? Pro- promise it's the final one.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, this this will be the final one. Uh we, we you know, we could have gone. There was there was a point where I was like, oh, do we do like seven or eight? And then it was like, let's just put Elite Four and Jim's all together here.
2: Um <laughs> it makes sense. Uh Greg is here. Hello. Domo regato, Mr. Roboto. And Al is here.
1: I don't have something clever to say this time. All right, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) It's late.
0: If you have beaten Arvin, and you have beaten the Elite Four, and you have beaten Penny, a.k.a. Big Boss, a.k.a. Cassiopeia, a.k.a. BB, a.k.a. BB? Yeah, they called her BB for quite a while. BB for like oh, big yeah, big boss, yeah. Yeah, 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 That 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 girl has so many nicknames. <laughs> Might be my favorite part about her is I don't even have one nickname
2: <laughs> that you know of.
0: Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know what the YouTube comments are calling me. I, I do. I read them all. Uh, okay, so uh, we're gonna be talking about Area Zero, which is uh, let's crack open a whole other storyline last minute. Which, I mean, I think I think is fine. Look, before before we open the gate and dive into Area Zero, uh, I know you two might disagree with me, but I absolutely loved the pacing of this game. I've played a lot of open world games. We did have that discussion of like, what open world games did you play? How many did you play? Uh, All that stuff. I played a lot of open world games. Sometimes the you know the, the 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 main story they want you to go through isn't particularly interesting. Sometimes you find a side story that's really compelling and you want to see that all the way through. Um, sometimes you don't care about any of the story, but like the world and the combat and the things you do are just good enough to make you explore and do everything. I felt that way with. Two minutes in, Breath of the Wild, did not care at all about (laughs) defeating Ganon or or saving Princess Zelda, but that world, to me, was absolutely amazing to explore, um, and the combat was great, uh, and that's what kept me going. I know for some people, it might have been to save Zelda. Uh, I I didn't really care to do I don't
1: think you save Zelda in Breath of the Wild. Well, yeah, you don't really save save her.
0: You save the, the kingdom. You save the kingdom.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah with zelda's help (laughs) like if it weren't for zelda we'd all have been dead 100 years
2: ago i mean and i will say that i played one open world game for 10 years
0: do you sometimes wish you had that time back
2: (laughs) no i learned a lot in that game i was part of the early like i learned a lot about the world about how companies work, controversy like for as crappy as world of warcraft ended up being like I enjoyed my time and it taught me both very good and very bad lessons.
0: Yeah, I mean I absolutely adored Final Fantasy Fourteen. Um I still and- do.
2: is the hands down, my like if if you want to know what a good RPG story is that has voice acting and cutscenes while your main <laughs> character never says a word, this is the game. Play Final <laughs> Fantasy Fourteen. The only game that has made me cry multiple times in two different expansions i know people
0: talk about how great that story is and there were story beats oh, i definitely like i was like oh this is really cool but there was a lot in final fantasy 14 especially um a realm reborn where i was like oh, i just don't just get me through the end i just want to do the raids
2: but everybody realm reborn is the worst which is why they've cut it down to yeah yeah a yeah third of its size so and, just- and you
0: know i that that just my preference. A rum reborn jaded me going into Heaven's Word, and if people were like, "Oh, Heaven's Word is better," but it's like, ugh, I had to suffer through a rum reborn. <laughs> Anyways, but like I <laughs> liked the Titan stuff so much that I wanted to see it through. I liked the Team Star stuff. We've talked about that. I wanted to see it through. Uh, the Champion stuff was exactly what it was. <laughs> like there was no twists, there was no turns. It was fine. Like obviously, I we said last episode, very traditional experience that they went with. The thing that, like, really made me so happy with these games is that and up to this point, there is no Save the World.
1: We, yeah, we talked about this in, I think, the first episode, because none of us had done Area Zero at this point. Yes. We'd all, I don't think any of us had finished all three of the quests. And we, so we were just like, oh, it's, it's quite nice. There's no, like, Save the World. Oh, wait, here it is. We found it. We, we, <laughs> we found it, yes. But...
2: I I will put a pin in that. I didn't want to bring it up, but the Iron Titan, the Iron Titan battle, the one that's in the desert, yeah, was mm-hmm. when I guessed what the end plot was.
0: I th- uh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll skip around. I, I I want to get through this point, but like when they get to the save the world part, it to me makes sense, and it's done. I think pretty well. It's done
2: good enough where I where like it was it, it was fine. It was acceptable. I think here's the thing. They did a thing in this game that I've been saying for all of the plot lines. They finally gave it human connection and human emotion. And the ending Mm. works because really the plot line that's the most important is the human one and less about saving the world. Right. There is another huge emotional tie that you're dealing with. That carries that plot just like you've had an emotional tie for the all of the other ones except for the gym leaders and they really need to focus on keeping these stories human based and human emotioned and not these grandiose cuckoo banana things like the ending works brilliantly in a lot of ways because what about you are tied, Lee. you are tied Diamonds in pearls we're not doing that <laughs> get, get off this call uh be, simply because you have you have made a number of human feeling emotional mm. connections and if if they hadn't done that work beforehand that whole bottom area would have fallen flat on its face here's here's the thing with pokemon that i think got lost for
0: 20 some years and i think i said this very early on in one of our episodes uh, cuz i think i brought up like team rocket um in in kanto w- when i fell in love with the series right I I found the anime first. And we can talk about how the anime is geared towards kids, although I don't obviously it, the whole series is not the whole the whole franchise is is geared towards everyone. Anyone they can get, they want. They want adults, they want kids, they want teenagers, mm-hmm. they want grandpas, right? At a certain point, you know, us that were 10 are now 30 and in 20 more years we'll be 50. They still want us, right? They, some of us are already there. Some of us are already there. It's like, it's like Disney. I don't think anyone at this point would argue that Disney is for kids. Disney Cruises, mm. Disney World, like the amount of merch, the amount of nostalgia they rely on. No company, like there, there's never going to be a point where the Pokemon company is like, we're for kids because they are, alienated, they are alienating their audience if they say that. They are for everyone and they market towards everyone. You could argue maybe 20 years ago they were not doing that. But even Nintendo, they want every single person out there to own a video game system. And I, I would argue that they did a pretty good job when the Wii came out. Because I, my, I knew parents that wanted a Wii in their house for the first time. I knew people that worked in nursing homes they were they would come in they would be like hey do you guys i worked at gamestop during this time this is why i know this they would come we're looking for wii's we want something to put in the the nursing home because uh, the folks there want a wii like do you have Mm -hmm. any in stock like nintendo did such a good job getting an audience who never cared about video games who now care about video games. Does that mean that Nintendo doesn't make games for kids anymore? No, of course they make games for kids. But they make games for adults. They make games for for, for older people. Pokemon All is ages. The, Pokemon is the same way. You can say, well, the TV show is for kids. Yeah, sure. But that doesn't mean the video games are for kids. That doesn't mean the the, the, the $500 watch they just released with Gengar on it is for kids. Like, <laughs> No, like they are making yeah. things for everyone. But... Going back to me falling in love with the TV show as a 10-year-old and then wanting the games for Christmas. At no point as a kid did I ever go, I want to save the world. No, the thing they put in my imagination, the thing I wanted to be was a Pokemon trainer. I wanted to explore the world, catch Pokemon and be the like the the quote of be the very best, right? Like I wanted to be a Pokemon master. Like none of what I signed up for was to save the world, which I think those middle games, all right. well, I mean, technically this game too, were all save the world. No, I just want to be a Pokemon trainer. I just want to catch Pokemon in battle. I don't care about your flower cannon that's going to explode the world. That's not what I signed uh, do, up
2: for. But to yeah. be fair, that is what I signed up for. <laughs>
1: You the like, Specifically like, the
2: flower cannon, you were yeah, like, I specific, need to be the one that stops that cannon. flower cannon. cannon. No, because as Gen 1 was a great game, but the plotline was nothing. And as an older consumer and as, as as a person that plays RPGs, I am playing for an interesting story and for an interesting world. And when the plotline is just you're wandering around a region collecting things because I'm bored. So, yeah, I do want to save the world. I want an interesting story. I want interesting characters who do interesting things in an interesting world. I don't, I live an interesting life. I want to escape somewhere that I can do a lot more than I can do here. So, I don't hate stories that let me save the world. I don't hate stories, although. They ain't great at the answers they give, and I could talk (laughs) at length about why their stories ultimately fail, because they ask questions bigger than they can answer. But if every game was me just wandering around doing the same thing, I would have left the series long ago. I think they accomplished what they wanted to hear, though, with, you know
0: telling good stories that don't revolve around saving the world. Like when I picked up Bravely Default 2 or the first Bravely Default even. Like I knew what the, I knew what I knew what I was buying. I was buying a game that was well, like somebody's in terror you're you're the special hero, this world is falling apart, you got to save it. Here's a ragtag team of eight different people, you can switch them out. Sometimes I want that experience. I never wanted that experience in Pokemon, but like and this is, this is the thing about Black and White where, like, I, I don't think that story is particularly good. But I think the world they built was fantastic. And the lore and the towns and the reason of the drag, like, Kiram and Reshiram. Like, all of that stuff is so interesting and so well-structured. And that in itself makes you want to explore and be in that world. And then it was like, oh, yeah, this little boy in the Ferris wheel is like being manipulated by his weird <laughs> not dad, but dad kind of guy. And like, oh, like, yeah, here, I guess we got to save the boy and save the world. That's not why I'm here, though. Like, I would just love to know more about this gym leader. And like, wh- why? like." I- and that's why I connected so much with these games is I just felt so refreshing. It like, like there's something about walking through a world and knowing that like, there's like, why, why is this very tall dude locked up in a prison? And why is there a flower cannon aiming for the sky? And it's like, the, the, you gotta, you gotta do these things. And it's like, I got two more badges and 400 more Pokemon to catch. Like, I, I don't want that pressure. I don't care. And like there's nothing you're going to suddenly say or do to make me drop what I want to do to like go shut down the cannon. I'll get there. It's fine. Everyone in that town can suffer with no plumbing for the next month cuz I'm catching Pokémon.
1: I think that's the thing that, that that I I like about the the open world aspect of this game is like you can, you know, I think we we discussed that before, like you can you can go and catch like do what I'm doing just now, which is just catching all the Pokémon. I've not done it in my second playthrough. I've not done a single gym, I've not done a single Titan, I'm just catching as many Pokemon as I can before I have to do any of those. And I I like the flexibility of that. Um, because, you know, we've talked before about how Pokemon games are, like, they talk about the idea of lots of different ways of of having Pokemon. And they've tried to do things in, like, they had the the beauty contests, and they had, like, the Poffin stuff, and, like, they've had other bits and pieces. But ultimately, to play The vast majority of the game you still have to battle. Whereas this game, sure, to play all of the game you have to battle, Mm -hmm. but you can play most of this game without battling Mm -hmm. basically at all.
0: I mean, besides Legends, you have the least amount of battles of any Pokemon game if you choose to do so. Like, you, You could get through it just doing the milestone, I don't know what to call them, the key battles the eight gyms, the four elite four, the Titans, Team Star. And that's yeah. not a lot of battles compared to old Pokemon games where it's like every route has five to yeah. eight trainers. Yeah. And,
1: and you only have to do those battles if you actually want to complete the game, which you yep. might not want to. Not, I mean, most people don't complete games. I know that seems like a weird idea. No, no. That, that's <laughs> a... <laughs> I, I find it a weird <laughs> idea as well. But like people do that, apparently.
0: Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, like, if you go onto the PlayStation and you, like, look at, like, game completion by trophies, right? Like, as long as your PlayStation yeah. is connected to the internet, it will show you who's completed what. And, like, a thing that, I, that always stood out to me for, like, Destiny was, like, 50% of the people didn't even, like, finish the first, like, world in Destiny. Oh, like, all these people bought the game, but over half of them didn't even yeah. finish, like, the first huge story beat. Which, I mean, it happens. Like, I am sure people listening have 400 games they bought on a Steam sale, and they ha- they've they opened maybe five of the 400. <laughs> like, it happens. I get it. People get busy. Um, th- and there's a lot of games out there. Uh, and games are cheaper than ever. And there's a lot of free games. And this is why Pokemon games have had to change over the years. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: is like mm-hmm. you have so much to compete with, uh, either free yep. or discounted or just the mass amount of games that come out. Um, and I, I think they did, I mean, I think they did a really great job with the huge asterisks of, I wish the game ran better. I wish the, you know, you didn't fall through the floor. I wish the, you know, grape balls didn't appear in every doorway, right? Like, besides the issues, I think they made something really special here. And they, I, I think a lot of good choices were made for a series that has kind of fumbled the story time and time again. I don't think the story was perfect, but like. I enjoyed each, each of one enough to be like I want to see this through, uh, to the point where like I wanted I wanted to just see it through, not to like get it out of the way or get it done with. Like I wanted to see what happened to the dog. <laughs> I wanted I wanted hmm. to see who the final boss was. Right. Like, uh, and I enjoyed. I, I I think they to me they nailed those endings to a point where I was like, yeah, yeah.
2: that makes sense. Like dog left uh, cool. They t- to me my issue with it again and it held up for area zero is everything was really predictable. Uh, there wasn't a single time in this entire series that I was completely shocked or, Oh, I can't believe they did that. I, it, it, it felt to me very paint by numbers. And I will say towards the end of each storyline, I was just doing them to get them done. Because I'm like, I know how this is going to end. Uh, I, I just now want to get to the ending.
1: So you, you say there was no... Are you, you're including Area Zero in this? Correct. So you, so you weren't shocked by the fact they nope. actually killed someone in this game? No,
2: not at like, all. I
1: know, we've, I know we joke about the fact that they've been doing that in trailers and stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. But like been, This no, is I'm the first person
1: who's actually died and they've explicitly said has died in a Pokemon game. I mean, that shocked me. like yeah, I, I, honestly, I agree with that. I'm still surprised they did that. Mm-mm. Wow! I, I yeah. Uh, I minute, I, I, I think the it's... minute
2: the minute we stepped into Area Zero and we got the first message, I went,
1: "Oh, he's dead." Well, I mean, I knew there was something weird, right? And I, and but, I mean, you don't have to be shocked at the reveal, but like when you first realized, you you weren't shocked at that point. Mm-mm.
2: No, because at that point, with Arvin's storyline, the way it was. And the way that they had heavily leaned into his loss storyline that I figured, okay, where well, they're not killing the dog because that doesn't plot line make sense. It has to be his parent because I that I is mean, like, I didn't think that at all. Oh, I did immediately. Yeah. Um, and so they have, they have hinted and never explicitly stated, but they have hinted about the terrible fate of your parent in a lot of games. And the terrible fate of a lot of people. And I thought, I, I knew going into Area Zero, I'm like, this, since they have made all of these plot lines very human and very personal, there is one of two options. Either they're trapped in time and can never return, but most likely they're dead. And the most likely one was reality. Um, so again, it's not that it wasn't effective. But to me, as a person that has watched a lot of these stories and got all of the clues, like they telegraphed a lot of these things so far in advance that when I got there, it made sense, but wasn't like I was like, oh, wow, like I went, oh, okay, that yeah, that fits with what you were telling me this entire time.
0: Yeah, I'm sure like everything is like easier in hindsight, but like even even the Even various episodes of the show, we talked about the professor and we talked about how maybe uh, the schools were going to be pitted against each other. Like they did nothing in the promotion of this to make it seem like, yeah, one that you were like after like 20 hours in, I'm like, where is the professor? We haven't met them yet. And then like 40 hours in. Like oh I'm about to beat the game haven't met the professor like that was a bold <laughs> choice that they made yeah, I'm not mm. saying
2: it's not a bold choice no I'm no, saying I, it I, was not surprising to me
0: so the the professor not being there and they were they were able to I don't know like I I never thought the professor was going to be like dead and I I think I said out of my Nintendo preview like. I walked away feeling like, oh, this this uh, future past thing doesn't seem to be like a big play. You know, there there were there were speculations that like Team Star, like half of Team Star is going to be in the past, half of Team Star is going to be in the future, or this Pokemon's only going to evolve in the past. This one's going like, there's really not like a, a like obviously the 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 eight Pokemon from each eight nine Pokemon from each game. Like these are from the past. These are from the future. Yeah. Like, you're you're not going into the past or the future. You're not controlling anything. Like yeah. it is, it, they save it to the end, uh, yeah. and it's like not that yeah. dramatic. Um, but when, when I got into Area Zero and the the intercom thing started messing up, I was like, oh, there must be two professors. There must be like a real one and like a, a robot one. And maybe the real ones can't talk because the robot one. Like, like I think for me, the the thought process was like, oh, the robot one is like holding them hostage.
1: Or that's, what, yeah, that's what I thought. Or well.
0: what Greg think uh, said is like, oh, the professor is stuck in the past and the future, and once I hit a bunch of buttons, it's gonna zap them back to reality. I did think it was shocking that you have this dog that's almost about to die, and Arvin is a hot mess throughout that story, and you finally get that sense of relief that his dog is now alive, right? Feels good. It was a feel good moment for me to be like, yeah, your dog's alive. Cool. Now I got to battle your dog. (laughs) And you almost have like a happy ending for Arvin. And then he gets down there and then you have to do all of this with him being like, oh, I just learned that my parents dead. Like I did not. I I a million percent agree with Al. I did not think they would do that in a Pokemon game. Oh. And for all the people that are like Pokemon games are for kids. Pokemon games are for kids. Like one, you you clearly didn't understand Sun and Moon story. Because I don't know, clearly, because because if you're an adult sitting here being like Pokemon games are for kids, you don't understand verbal abuse then as an adult. And you should probably maybe, I don't know, take five seconds to understand that. Like, (laughs) like, like no kid playing sun and moon can comprehend that storyline to its fullest. They might, they, they might relate to it of like, oh, my mom tells me what I should wear and I dislike that. And it's nice to see that like.
2: I have yeah, similar I mean, feelings to that. Sudden Moon also was a great way to plant the seeds like <laughs> your parents might not be good people. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Hey. Think about therapy when you are out of the house.
0: I, I just say I could
2: never put
0: myself in somebody's shoes as like a kid having divorced parents or losing a parent. Or losing a sibling, I just cannot imagine what that feels like i ju- mm-hmm. I just can't and I wish I could um like you know i I've seen so many of my friends have like their pets die or lose somebody, and i i, I just di- I, I didn't have empathy I, I just didn't know what to ever say to those people because I never had it happen like i just I just never had that experience, and like like you know when somebody comes to my stream or when a friend of mine or something they're like, oh, my dog died. And it's like, man, that really sucks. And then like none of that hit me until like I lost my own cat. Right. And like nothing can prepare you for that. I think about a seven year old or a 15 year old or a 20 year old who like lost their parent. Like, I don't know how they feel when they play this game. And maybe for some of them, it doesn't matter. But I, I think that 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 can be super impactful and i i applaud pokemon even though they're not even though they're not the best at storytelling i applaud them for trying i think yeah, I, I think I, it is I, a really
2: i i was impressed i give them credit for making a good personal story that is not my complaint it was a good personal story for me it was a straight line story i predicted it from beginning to end that is not that doesn't qualify in my universe as a top-tier story. I like stories that I'm like, "How are we here? How did we even get here? And unfortunately, despite it being a good story, it was a very predictable story to me that I, I I not once was like, "I can't believe we're here." How did we even get here? How are we here at this point in the game? What's coming next? I don't know what's happening. I knew what was happening very early on. That's not to say they aren't good and they are better because I have said a thousand times they are better stories because they're very personal and very human and they need to keep doing that. But they didn't surprise me. They didn't shock me. They didn't. It wasn't a twist. Larry there was all the surprise thing. you needed, Greg. Yeah. Take Larry. Yeah. <laughs> and be happy. Larry, Larry, Larry made the game for me, really. I was like, yes, you are 100% why I love this game. But that is, again, me not connecting with these stories because I felt they were very shallow is me and my experiences, right? Like, I'm 52, and I will tell you for you get used to grief. Because grief never ends. Like, I've had a major person die in my life for eight years now. And you just sort of understand, as you get older, how life, how your life starts to work. You start having to say goodbye to people. And you start living your life differently because you you are just now constantly living in some form of grief. And it's fine. That is not to say that they shouldn't show this to a different audience. Like, y'all have a different experience with it, and that's great. I have a very different experience with it because of who I am, who I lived, what I consume is for entertainment, and the fact that I, like, people are still shocked that Britt and I predicted the ending of The Sixth Sense within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like, we knew how that movie was going to end the same way I knew how this game was going to end because of my, what I seek out in stories and what I've lived as my life. That doesn't make them bad stories. They are less impressive to me. I want them to continue making these human stories. I think they are way better, but I will not go on. I can't say that I was like, oh, I can't believe this is what they did because I totally believe that's what they did. I knew it very early on in the games.
1: Speaking of the, the 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 personal, I really liked an Area Zero as you were walking down, how you see the conversations between the other three just like naturally as you're walking. And it's not yes. I, I think they should do more of that in the future. Where oh, yeah. it's not like take you away from gameplay, show you conversation. It's like integrated into that. I really like that.
0: <laughs> they finally caught up with games from 10 years ago where most games well, yeah. <laughs> do the, yeah, the, yeah, do the walking and talking.
1: You know, just oh, so but the, the actual, the actual just wording was better. really fun as well. Sorry.
0: The only, this is a, a very minor complaint, but if you had your text speed set to fast mm, yeah, uh, and you did that area zero part, the text did actually go faster than it may have for some people. I mean, you can go into the settings and change that, but like, um, you know, if some people were like, oh, it's going too fast, I, I couldn't keep up. It's, you had to like, obviously the game doesn't like tell you that of like, why is it going so fast? It's because it's your tech yeah. speed was set too fast. Uh, just to finish Greg's point, like I I have never really had like a, a problem with the surprise factor or whatnot. Maybe that that's not the right word, but like predictability maybe is a better word. Um, Like, I didn't put two and two together that Gladion and lily were brother and sister and that was like a shock for a lot of people right but like that shock didn't change the the, like it didn't make the story better um so like i think pokemon games in the past have done shocks for the sake of doing shocks like whoa (laughs) like i i do remember as a kid like giovanni being the eighth gym leader was was a shock um but it it fit into that story like he 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 -hmm. was never there like you didn't know, like it, it it fit naturally in that story. And there's a lot of, you know, through Gen two to you know Gen seven, there are ch- twists and turns that are like, oh, okay. I, I mean, I didn't know that. I, I don't think it changes the way I feel about this. I think m- almost everyone knew the dog wasn't going to die. I, I still enjoyed it, right? Like they, oh like, yeah. Like if it, I, I guess I would have been shocked if they let the dog die. <laughs>
2: I, I would have been. I would have. I would have. Been surprised beyond belief and again
0: but i i was i was shocked that the professor was dead i really genuinely thought that like robot professor was holding them hostage or professor was stuck in a different time zone to be to drag arvin with you after his dog almost died and then be like oh by the way you're 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 finding out the same time i'm finding out that your dad is dead uh <laughs> was was a bit like huh well that's pretty like oh okay uh, not the story I would have expected, but
2: I'm here for it kind of thing. Like, I liked it. Um, you know, and I'm I, mean, not, I I liked not. it. I, I wish also that it kind of short, kind of short change Arvin's processing time on that one too. Like, yeah, like, you got to process a lot really uh, fast here. You you, 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 okay. See, we're fine. We're just going to go up and then immediately you're like, I'm going to go back to catching and let's run along. I'm like, like, dude, you just found out your dad died. Ten minutes ago, do you maybe want to like take a moment, maybe hug your dog? No, you didn't care the about him. Cool. I think they
0: kind of explained it okay with he him saying, and I I I think I could relate to this him saying that um, it didn't sink in until the robot version said like "I love you" or whatever, right? And I was like, oh, that's like that's like pretty powerful, I think. Um, and I think I think I relate to that to give my own personal take, is like, I feel like how I relate to that is, is like, texting. When you're, like, texting somebody a bunch of stuff versus hearing it in person. And so I feel like it didn't affect him until he heard the robot say it. And he yeah. even acknowledges, I mean, like, yeah. I know it yeah. wasn't, but, like, hearing that affected me.
2: Yeah, I mean, they give a little time to Arvin grieving, but then it's they're pretty much you're running up, and then it's like, let's continue our journeys together. And yeah. Like,
1: Can we yeah, let him? Yeah.
2: I mean, just take a an actual moment to process what just happened, because we are not doing that yeah. at all.
1: Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's odd that it, it wouldn't happen until after that's finished, because like you know, grief hits people differently. Yeah. Like when my when my nana died last year, I I didn't process it at all until the funeral. Yep. Like, I knew it, you know, I knew, obviously, she's dead, but, like, you didn't actually have that moment until you're sitting in a room with a bunch of people talking about her. Yeah. That's the point where you go, oh, wait, yeah, she's actually gone. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, just and so feel I totally
1: like... understand, especially when there's, like, we currently need to stop this right. situation. We don't have time for that. Like, that's quite a common thing.
2: Yeah, it's a common thing. I just, there's... I have not run into a thing after that common thing where I'm having yeah. any sort of continuation with Arvin about how he's doing. That's fair. If it's totally in fair. the game, I haven't found it.
0: I know we're talking about area zero. I believe like, I, I think one of our YouTube comments and for the record, I-, I think there was a lot of insightful stuff in the YouTube comments and in the Slack and in the discord. And I-, I-, I, do read everything. The only thing that gets deleted is like personal attacks. <laughs> like you can disagree with me or Greg Totally okay. uh, But like any, I, I obviously no toler- tolerance for, you know, Steve's hairline is bad. um, But like, <laughs> I know with like Nimona, you can be like, oh, she's a straight line. There is a lot that you could seek out in like the libraries or finding her that, mm-hmm. you know, t- gives you more insight for her, which I didn't do. I would like to do that. I think with Arvin, there is some processing before and after the tournament. Um, that if if you wanted that a little bit more for Arvin, I think yeah, it, I, I think it is I haven't there.
2: Hit that yet? Um, I would like to see it some more. Um, simply because it's it's hard to, it, I think it's frustrating to introduce a grief plotline without sort of talking about to an audience who may not have experienced it. What you do with a grief plotline? How do you how what do you do when somebody comes and says my dog died? Oh, I what mean, is, like, like, like I said earlier, like, I didn't know what yeah. to do for the longest time. Right. So when a game introduces these themes, it is it is my desire for them to also model good behavior so that people can learn from those games. Hmm. Like, to model that you, you, you do take a moment after Arvin's dad has dead to, like, check in with them, console them, do something to, like, not just leave them hanging. Because in a lot of ways, it felt... It felt a little bit like, yeah, there was something more important going on. So your feelings right now aren't going to be centered and we'll get back to it when we get back to it, which isn't like a great modeling thing for me uh, of how to deal with somebody who's faced a profound loss. I mean, one could argue since Arvin had not wanted to deal with his dad, there may not even be anything there, which is also a very good topic to have. Like, people who are estranged from their parents often don't know how to feel when one of them dies. Like I have a relationship with them, but I, I'm not feeling anything right now. Mm-hmm. And those themes are good to introduce to an audience in some form. And I haven't run into it in this game. And I, I kind of want them. If you're going to broach the subject, also talk about those things to at least Model, like, we know what's good. You can talk to a million therapists about what's appropriate. But model it for an audience who is going to have to face this so that they can see it somehow instead of what kind of happens in the game is you just blow past it. And I think that does the plotline a little disservice. I don't think it discounts the plotline. I don't think it makes the plotline worse. But I think they could do those things so that we would be having a universal conversation of they knocked that out of the park.
0: Yeah, I don't want to say the bar is so low, but when you look at a game storyline like X and Y and you look at a game storyline like this,
2: it's just night and day. It is for a Pokemon game. Right, right. but, But again, if we are only going to measure them off of their own success, then we aren't ever going to see vast improvements in the series, right? We're going to talk about You know, we compare it to Ring, we compare it to Final Fantasy, we compare it to a bunch of other things. Like, if we only keep it to what they've done in the past of the series, and not what else exists in the universe that is so, that does these things better, we are just doing a disservice to this series.
0: No, I I agree. That's why we did bring up, like, Fallout, Infamous, all those other games as well. I I have personally not come to Pokemon games for stories. I think there are some people that do. I I don't know if that's, like... The highest amount of people. Uh, but the, the thing about like, I mean, you, you can say you come to Pokemon games for stories, but like you still have to like poke, like you still have to like the gameplay loop they're doing. Oh, yeah. So even but, even in something like X thing. and Y, where the story is abysmal, it's bad. Right. Like the game they made is so fun. Yeah. That you get through
2: I, it. So I don't like, disagree. But here's the th- here's the example that I always use. I hate. All first-person shooters hate them. I hate the gameplay. I hate how they run. However, Bioshock series is one of my all-time favorites, and I will play it a million times. And the only reason is because of the story they told in that game. Because I cannot stand first-person shooters. I hate them. Man, I... I okay, I just I a side note do on I can't first-person BioShock. anything.
0: I... Love first-person shooters, and I was told Bioshock was good. I cannot stand games. This is just me because I'm dumb. If, if, they, if, a, if a shooter has it where – this is why I didn't like Halo 2, by the way – where you can dual-wield guns and shooting is on the left stick and then shooting is on the – sorry, the right bumper and then the left bumper, I can't do it. I just, I just can't. And in Bioshock, it's like that, right? Like you have magic on one hand and then your gun on the other. And so it's, it's ultimately two guns. And I didn't care how good the story was, the actual so like we're, we're complete opposite, Greg. Like mm-hmm. if the story is amazing for you, you'll suffer through gameplay. If the gameplay if, if the story is amazing for me, but the gameplay is bad, I just
2: I can't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like to be fair, I'm all I'm did, the same All I did in
1: Bioshock was release bees. I don't think I ever <laughs> used my gun. I'm just go go eat
2: eat them alive,
1: my bees. I'm the same as Steve. Like I, I I think if I'm not enjoying playing a game, I may as well just be watching a film. Like I don't, wh- why why would I, I don't need, no, I'm not saying that games shouldn't have good stories and I'm absolutely, I, I, I like when there's a good story in a game that I'm enjoying playing, but that's, yeah, that's not why I'm playing the game. I'm playing the game because I enjoy playing the game. Yeah. And if there's a good story, that's that's secondary to that. Right. If yeah, I want no, a good a, story, a, I can go watch something.
2: A good story... Will draw me in every time, no matter yeah. how bad the gameplay is. No, I, because I, I, I get it. I just, I, I just know the, I'm the opposite. Because it is very, it's a very different experience. Also for film, like, like I could also be watching a film, but again, film hits your brain differently than an interactive thing does. And so I like the two mediums. Like I'll watch a film too from beginning to end, but there's an interactive element of games that make that unique to me. Which is why I will still do them for the story
1: that that's I, yeah that's that's totally fair but but I mean from I, I suspect Steve's the same on this like if i'm like if if the gameplay isn't working with how my brain wants it to work, nothing can overcome that right yeah. like that is just going to annoy me forever, and i and i i can't I can't let anything pass that if that makes sense yeah
2: no that's that's fair, and again. I like the core gameplay mechanic of Pokemon. Like, it is a good marriage of the things I like doing, which is turn-based RPGs, and sometimes a good story. But Pokemon has always hit a balance in between that, that, that serves my purpose as well, which is why I really like this series. I've always
0: rated a good story. I've said this before. I've said this a million times. I've always rated a good story... In a game, to me, as somebody who can sit on the couch next to you and be just as engrossed with what they're looking at, even though they're not playing, right? So I think of a game like Uncharted. I think of a game like um, Until Dawn, although I hated the way that game ended. Uh, I think of, a game, I think of like something like Metal Gear Solid. I think that Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2 was that game for a lot of people in the early 2000s of I want to watch you play it. I have no, I have no desire to 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 shoot. I have no desire to stealth. I have no desire to um, bash the sword button. But I want to watch you play it because the story itself is so good. And I've always said, like, there's not a single Pokemon game that that hits that mark, right? Like, no one is sitting on the couch next to you being like, "Man, what happens after the Ferris wheel scene in black and white?" Like,
1: I mean, do people actually do that? Because, like, my my thing is right. Like, I people actually watch other the-
0: people play. Yeah, that's why Twitch well, is no, no, so successful. No, no, no. <laughs> not, not
1: watch other people. No, 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 no. Like, would would somebody actually like watch for the story? Right, like I get in watching Pokemon? people play. Pe- like I enjoy watching. No, no, just in games in general. Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because totally. I think my thing is that if if a game is going to be engrossing in terms of the story, I'm not fine. I'm not. I don't feel like that is a, a game. Now, I'm not saying it's not a game, but to me, like, <sighs> I don't. I don't play games to watch like cutscenes, i don't play games to like get that story aspect of things like i'm playing games to do something and sometimes that might be something boring and repetitive like the farming games that i play sometimes it might be um you know creature collection like pokemon there's loads of different types of gameplay but i i, I mean I, maybe i'm just maybe this is just a me thing but the idea of like a story being so engrossing that someone sitting next to you would be like i need to know what this is happening next yeah. i just feel like the gameplay would be so <sighs> like sp- i hate when it stops the gameplay is, is essentially is where i come from
0: so i i i can give you like two examples number 1 is like i know 100% that i don't like the gameplay of like a god of war and mm-hmm. like god of yeah. war was huge when it first released like it was a lot of reasons why people wanted a ps2 or a ps3 and uh like i w- I worked at gamestop at the time i bought a used ps2 literally to play god of war because people wouldn't shut up about it and i just didn't like it <laughs> i just like it, it didn't matter how good the story was with god of war and then god of war got re-released on uh, ps4 right that game won a bunch of a game of uh, game of the years and then the new god of war just came out actually the same day as pokemon and i watched people play it on twitch because i just knew no matter how good the story was that i i couldn't get through the combat i could crank that down all the way to the easiest just to get through it but i just didn't it was for me it was just easier to 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 watch and then i think of like yeah. i think of the last of us which like irene would not let me play a second unless she was like like if she went to the bathroom i had to pause like it was, it was like, and but, but she admitted, she's like, I could never play this game. What mm-hmm. you are doing in this game, even on the easiest difficulty, she was like, I cannot do that. And, and some people just know that, just like, I know we joked about like people not understanding like terra types and raids and like what, what some games are requiring you to do. She, she just couldn't do. And she just loved every single step of The Last of Us that she was like on the couch. She made popcorn. She was very into it. Like, she was looking up characters' backstories on her phone as we were playing. Like, she was so into The Last of Us. Mm -hmm. And she was actually mad at me that I didn't buy Last of Us 2. And it wasn't because of any of the... (laughs) It wasn't because of any, like, the bad promotion or the good promotion. You know, people are very mixed on The Last of Us 2. It was that I loved The Last of Us so much. It was one of my favorite games ever. It was so depressing. And I just didn't want to go back to that world like I loved playing it. I loved the story. Absolutely would give that game a 10 out of 10. And I know The Last of Us Two is better in every single way. I do not want to step back into that world and have those emotions <laughs> again. I am sure that game is fantastic. And maybe one day I'll 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 watch like YouTube cutscenes or maybe somebody on Twitch play it. But like Irene was like, are we getting Last of Us Two? I know. I don't want to go back there. I just I can't. <laughs> like, yeah,
2: I, I, that's just me. Brent watched me play all of Bioshock, right? Like, he would just sit and watch because, although he hates first person shooters, and I was willing to do it. And he would just <laughs> scream bees every time somebody would come around because we would release bees. But yeah, like him sitting there watching. And the funny thing is, is that him watching me play Sword and Shield made him want to play Sword and Shield, and he bought Sword. Him watching me play Scarlet and Violet, he's like, Eh, <laughs> right? Like that? That is that?
0: That is. Do you is think he bought Sword because of the story though, or because he, the gameplay loop looked good? I don't think it was the story.
2: The the I think there was a there are a number of things. The world was very vibrant. Things felt more exciting from the get go. That like the Pokemon that he saw almost immediately, he was like, "I'm really into." Um, There were a number of reasons why he was like into that game when I started playing it almost immediately that just did not happen in this game at all. Yeah. I I don't think the fact that when he looked up, when I had it in, it was like, he went, why is it so choppy? And I'm like, I can't talk about this (laughs) range now. He's like, nope, (laughs) I'm out. You know, the end of the year is
0: approaching... People usually cancel their subscriptions to things, try to save some money, clean up some stuff. But let's do the opposite. Let's make some new subscriptions. You can head over to patreon.com slash and you can sign up for $5 a month and get ad-free episodes, bonus episodes, and a bunch of other benefits that we have over there. If you can't remember that, you can go to over to isc.cash. Uh, that'll also get you to our Patreon page. And if if that's too complicated, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can hit that little subscribe button in Apple Podcasts and get the same benefits. You'll get ad-free episodes and bonus episodes delivered right to your Apple Podcast app when it arrives. So if you'd like to support the show, if you'd like to get some extra stuff, patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. Here's the thing that we we didn't talk about. Area Zero is... In itself, I feel like is shocking. Like I, I didn't expect almost like a whole second open world in the middle of the game. Um, I guess I, 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 I think I said this, uh, you know, like two months ago. I kind of expected the center of the map to be like empty, or or just to be like where one legendary like encounter a big desert was or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be this like multi-layered. Like like I said, almost its own open world like i don't know how big area zero is in relation like i don't know if it's like one fourth the map size or one eighth the map size it's big though Mm -hmm. it's a big space to explore and i think graphic like graphics aside i don't think the game is very pretty we've we've talked about i've talked about that i don't think the game runs very smoothly i think the frame rate does a big disservice but yeah If you ignore all of that, which is a lot to ignore, I know.
2: It's a lot to ignore. It's so much
0: to ignore. But if you've made it to Area 0, you've probably ignored most of it. That's why you've made it there. (laughs) But, like, how Area 0 looks, and more importantly, I think the thing that stands out the most is the music they used. And Mm -hmm. walking with your characters and talking, and there's there's these interactions where they, like... You, you double battle with Arvin, you double battle with Penny, you double battle with Nimona, you get to the final thing. Everyone kind of is doing their own job. It's almost (laughs) like it's, it's so refreshing and new in a Pokemon game. I think it's great. I can't help but think like games were doing this 10 years ago, this whole like walking and talking and like like everyone kind of doing their own thing to help. Cool. They did it. They got there. Um, And it's great, but that's not to discredit how incredible that music is Mm -hmm. and how to me shocking that there was almost like a whole new area in the game that you could explore. And yeah, I mean, like they, they, they kind of, you know, if you read the books in each of the doors, which like to me gave me really big destiny vibes, a big thing in destiny is you would get to a door. You would hit the button and then the robot would be like, all right, well, uh, it's going to take me like five to six minutes, like defend as I'm like. And so it's like destiny is a lot of like waiting for doors to open as you fight off waves of creatures. Um, It's not really (laughs) like this, but it did give me big like I got to hack each door. But the the books kind of give you the sense that DLC is coming, right? They're talking about a creature that doesn't exist in this game, um, which, you know, speculate would be the third legend. Uh, and we still don't know what crystallizes the that world right there is something crystallizing the world but to get to, to get down there i think that that pacing ah uh, hold on my, my brain is a million places i love that this is all after the elite four
2: yes and, yeah. but
0: it, they did it in a better way that wasn't like x and y and sun and moon x and y and sun and moon was like I'm champion. Okay, now battle this guy on the carpet. Or, like, I'm champion. Now battle Tapu Koko. It's like, whoa. whoa I like, I, I, should, yeah. <laughs> I just want credits and I kind of want to, like, relax. And then in Sword and Shield, they kind of learned their lesson. And they were like, all, but all of this stuff you can do afterwards. If you want to catch Zashi and Zamazenta... Sorebird and shieldbert all after credits, you can do it at your own pace, which was great because an ongoing joke in my Twitch streams were like, "When are you going to do Sorebird and Shieldbird?" And was like, "Ah, like it took me like <laughs> three months to do it because I was distracted by everything else." You could easily, you know, get credits, be distracted by everything else, then come to Area Zero. Once you're there, I think it's so good uh, with everything they built that you want to do it in a sitting. You want to
2: mm-hmm.
0: hit all four, see the ending. So the fact yeah. that like, quote unquote, save the world storyline is out of your face for the first 40 to 80 hours of this game. Again, to me, incredibly refreshing, helped with the pacing. And when they get to the Save the World, it kind of, j- it just makes sense. With everything they set up, they're mm-hmm. just like, hey, uh, I don't know what, what the word for this is, but it's like when you, you're not supposed to bring like plants and animals from other countries because it'll mess up like the, eco- is it ecology? Invasive species. Invasive species. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty much like, hey, we accidentally yeah. brought yeah. back yeah. some species. We don't want them to ruin this world. Oh, yeah. uh, that's all. I, I just gotta shut down this time machine to fix that. Perfect. Like, it's such a... It's oh, it's almost like yeah, it saved the world, but it feels reasonable. It's like low stakes of like, oh, I just gotta shut like, down d- the machine it, to fix the problem. It certainly it,
1: doesn't feel... F- it doesn't feel forced like the Sword and Shield yeah. one did, where you're like I do not understand your weird yeah. logic around this. Wait, yeah.
2: Because the logic makes sense. Again, they tied it to a number of good, real things. Like... They tied the whole emotional plotline to Arvin and his dad or mom, whatever. Um, But they also like, this is an actual real world problem that we have invasive species that is plaguing us today that we know don't let them into California because they'll eat all the plants. Like we kind of know how to solve that solution. And so you can, (laughs) you can break that out into something more fanciful, right? Like we know the answer. If they're allowed to come in, they will destroy the region. They'll eat all the plants. At the so end of stop uh, At the end of Scarlet and Violet,
0: you're writing new laws in place of like, all right, right. we're not
2: letting Dawn fans <laughs> cross this <All> line. Right. <laughs> so here we go. Okay, here we go. Before you go into Mezagosa, you must check all of your sandwich ingredients. Um. So I think again, what this game does really well is it does not ask questions that we don't have answers for, and it does it in a way. That makes them very human, very personal, and very relatable. Again, your relatability will vary, but they don't ask things that we can't possibly answer. And the fact that for many years, the answer Pokemon was like, just defeat this guy and we'll worry about it later. Yeah. I mean, that's really what they
0: do every time. Just R- defeat this Rose guy and we'll worry about it later. Rose is going to prison, I guess. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> what's happening with everything else? And is did he actually yeah. go to prison?
2: Where is this supposed Where
0: prison?
2: Is, well, spoiler alert: it's Area Zero. We just didn't find him. Like this, <laughs> Penny went home to Galar and Gal- Rose came to Paldea to be incarcerated. The the actual battle. So
0: I, again, I think I think. Everything just kind of made sense, and whether that was because it was so simple, I, I don't think that's like a disservice. I think sometimes no, it's not. Uh, like, like Cyrus wanting to go to another world to capture Garretina is like okay, but what's your wh- what's your plan if that doesn't work, or what is your plan if that does? You don't really like
2: f- flesh that <laughs> out. I mean, Cyrus makes me laugh only because. Their their whole plot line was here's a person that feels really, really sad all the time, and his solution is to destroy the world so he can make a universe that has no emotions. <laughs> and your solution is to beat him up and send him away. I'm like, that's not an answer. He's still <laughs> super sad. Like get him a he therapist has Sophocles
0: now. He's fine. He, has Sophocles he does now. have He's Sophocles fine.
2: now. Although he still brings up destroying the world when he gets overwhelmed, so
0: there's not even a villain in this game. There's an antagonist, but there's no, Correct. like, villain. And I, 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 I can't help but think of, I was listening to a podcast, I think it was Giant Bomb, and they were talking about Cars, the movie Cars, you, the Pixar movie. And, yeah. and, and one of the hosts pointed out that there is no bad guy in Cars. There is just an issue in Cars that all the characters have to solve. Right, there is no, there is no villain, and th- they were talking about how their four-year-old son absolutely loves Cars. It's his favorite movie. That sure, that makes sense. Like kids like Cars. Like the, it's also like a marketing machine, right? you make little toys, and the kids buy all the cars. And then he showed his kid another movie. It might have been Frozen or something. Right? Doesn't matter. Pick, pick, a, pick a Disney movie. <laughs> And the kid questioned why the bad guy was doing bad things. And he was like, this is so hard to tell my son. Like, that's just a bad person. And then he would be Mm -hmm. like, but why is he bad? And it was, like, I never thought about that before. And then it made me think about Cars even more than I've ever wanted to think about Cars. Because, like, I hated that movie when I... I saw that movie in theaters, and I hated that movie. But then when he pointed out there was no bad guy in Cars, I was like, you're right. There, there, there is no, like... You're so used to, like, bad, good guys and bad guys, and, like, this is the only way to tell a story. And... Again, I, I, I guess I've overplayed or overused the word refreshing, but, like, I didn't even feel like the ro- the robot that you're seeing of, like, oh, the professor built me because in case there was something bad that happened, I needed to make sure that the time machine didn't get into the wrong hands. But, like, you have to defeat me because I've been programmed to protect the time machine. Like, it just made sense. And it was like, I don't see you as a bad guy. This is just your failsafe. And this is just yeah. like we need to, like you are d- going to do everything possible to stop me from shutting this down. But that was what you were programmed to do.
1: Yeah, I do find it funny that they they would program into the robot that the way to to stop to stop the robot from stopping you is to defeat it in a Pokemon battle. It's the most Pokemon thing <laughs> oh, ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm everything that. is
2: everything is resolved by Pokemon battles. I swear. I just want to watch Ash trying to get through TSA. And then, like, your pack went (laughs) off. Did it? Let's battle! and see if it really went off! As a a
0: wrestling fan, I'm just used to that, right? Like, in wrestling, you solve
2: every issue by, like, oh, I guess we're going to the ring to settle this. Again, the the, I'm programmed this way and you have to shut me down is a plot line that's been around for an incredibly long time. Yeah. And uh, and again, they broke no new ground compared to the world. For Pokemon, sure. Um... But again, like there are value in those stories, right? Like there are ways that you need to teach kids like there are there are sometimes bad people who are going to do bad things and you need to be aware of it. And then there are also times when there are no bad people and you need to work together. They are two different stories and they work well together. And like if you don't know how to tell your child, why is that bad person doing bad things? And you weren't prepared for that question? Come on, <laughs> like that is like a fundamental thing you need to be prepping your children for. I think the music for that
0: battle was absolutely fantastic. Yep. I think there was something so cool. As as, as much as we complain that Game Freak can't program or why is the frame rate so bad or why can't mm-hmm. we mass release, who, there there is there are so much talent over there. Of, oh yeah, like the music. The character design the just pokemon in general having a, a a robot professor shoot 80 feet into the sky on a crystal and then casually drop down master balls with either <laughs> prehistoric or futuristic yeah. pokemon is an image i will never get out of my head it was so iconic it, it like out of, I, I think of like 26, 27 years of Pokemon, and that, maybe because it's so fresh, I just I just don't think I would ever forget. It was so impactful. And whether or not you thought that battle was easy or hard, again, your mileage would vary depending on your Pokemon. For me, it was a little tougher because like literally every futuristic Pokemon had like three electric type moves. I'm sure if I played yeah. Violet, it be, they probably would have all had like ground moves or something, right? Like I'm not 100% sure of the difference. So like yeah, it was a little harder for me as using yeah. all water Pokemon, but like just the imagery, the music, yeah, they did that weird like static I'm breaking up thing. The 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 language actually like changing again, not a new thing. I've seen like multiple games like just change the font and stuff, but like thematically they nailed yeah. it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I it brings the up park. there with with lucamine combining with the Alter Beast, right? Like that mm. that moment where you're like. We're off the rails now, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, they, they were great, very good moments, right? Like they, they, they made a very polished experience. And the game ran better for me in Area Zero, probably because it was detached from everything else and it just had to work <laughs> on its own. Um, I yeah, think area yeah. zero well, I mean, is
1: beautiful. Legitimately, that may well be a thing because, like, I, I believe the game in general loads the whole map while you're running around, whereas in area zero it's just loading yeah. the area zero maps. So yeah, like I had no problems in area I, zero. I, I, I think, in you know, you were talking, Steve, about the, you know, how how different it feels and how shocked you were about how it looked. I, I think it's it's very dramatic. Like you, you walk in there, and yeah, I like you. I was expecting it to just be like this this crater, right? Like, it, I mean, that was what I had assumed. I don't know whether it said somewhere that there was a. I'm sure somewhere said about a meteor, right? Yeah, I thought like that too. so. I was yeah, so I was just expecting the boring crater, and you walk in, and you're like this massive cavern with with waterfalls and and like the clouds over the top. Like I thought. I mean, I personally thought it was really good looking like obviously there's still the frame rate issues absolutely yeah absolutely totally accept that but i thought that specifically it is you know actually looked good actively good i know not everybody agrees with that but i think it actively looked good
2: can we also talk about how strong your friends are that they were able to hold you while your mount jumped off a cliff <laughs> and you're like flying out they're like iron grip how strong are you people this should have come up before this. I, I think
0: wh- whether or not you you liked the stories like I feel like this game as a whole is just it feels so complete. Like you have this open world and these three stories, and they all they're all doing their own unique thing, in my perspective, right? Like you Titans, Team Star, whatever they come together, you have that, then you have a whole nother area where they're actually tying the three together. Like, this is the first time all four characters are in an area. And I don't think it overstays its welcome. Like, it didn't feel like a drag. And you go through that, and you have that professor battle, and then you have that, like, conclusion of friendship. It really just felt to me like a very conclusive experience versus, you know, like, X and Y, where you're like, Two gyms, and then you're like, where's the third gym for like 17 hours? And then all of a sudden, four gyms, and then you got to do the flower cannon, and then the last gym, and then Elite Four, and then you're like, I guess I'm done? And then you battle AZ on the carpet, and you're like, "Uh, what? And then you're like, okay, (laughs) uh, now I'm done? And then, you know, to be fair, X and Y doesn't, X and Y has a lot to do.
2: (laughs) X and Y has terrible pacing.
0: Right, but X and Y has a lot to do if you search that stuff out. I just think there's, like, so much to do. I think they've figured out a way to give you story appropriately where it didn't feel so in-your-face like Sun and Moon. Um, or, like, maybe, you know, some people said, like, Sword and Shield was, like, very in-your-face. I didn't feel that, but, like, I don't know. It just, it really, it makes me so mad that the game is as ugly as it is and runs as poorly as it does because i feel <laughs> i just feel like there's something so special here and it's literally yeah. ruined ruined a lot of people's experiences because of how poorly it runs and yeah, I mean, you could like you'd be like well maybe they need more three maybe they need more than three years for a game yeah probably maybe maybe nintendo should do something okay like i hate that maybe nintendo should do something as like nintendo itself hasn't released bad games like what they literally put out wii sports nintendo switch edition and they (laughs) didn't even launch it with golf the uh, the, like the online is uh, anyway there i could i could keep naming different i mean people are like well breath of the wild breath of the wild mario odyssey yes those are two games nintendo releases a lot of games they're all not
2: perfect here's the thing i i i Scarlet and Violet easily could have been game of the year. Easy. The things that they did that when they when they when they hit the note, they hit that note. But the rest of the song is awful. And unfortunately, there are so many problems with yeah, it that, that you song. can't you just can't I can't recommend it to people. I'm like, are you a big Pokemon fan and are you willing to look past a lot of really bad things because sometimes the game is su- like there are still times when I roll up to a town when everybody's in Frame Rate city that I'm like how is this acceptable I can't, <laughs> I can't handle this it's so frustrating uh, but like
1: yeah I think
0: again I think why it's so frustrating to me I'm sorry Al is because I sorry. think the ending to that game is so good I'm not. I'm not even talking about story. I'm talking about like that battle, the moment of crystal shooting up in the air, the 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 pacing they take you down the area zero with the music and the bat. Like that whole thing is like what I want in a video game. I want this experience, and you did this experience, and it was a great way to end that game. Yeah. So you like look, and you're like. Whoever decided to make the professor shoot 80 feet in the air and drop master balls, I, I am sure that person isn't coding the frame rate. Whoever designed Tulip isn't the person but, making yeah. the whole make, fixing the RAM issues. Whoever designed Goldengo or Goldengo, however you say his name, probably isn't the person who decided to load the menu system, right? Like there are so many talented people there that made. A lot of special things, and then there are the programmers who might have messed up their job. Like again, I don't want to point like like the frame rate, the graphics, the whatever loading the map, the RAM, whoever, whatever is happening. That's all bad, (laughs) and it yeah. I think the thing is that everything else. I don't.
1: I don't think. I don't think we should 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 be trying to figure out. uh, Uh, you know what? Who? caused the issues. I've seen loads of videos of people like, oh, here's a here's a theory on who who's to blame. I really don't like this because like these things are really complicated. Yeah, totally. Um, Not even yeah. just in terms of programming, but in terms of like organization. Yeah. And we don't know, like it could have been like that all the programmers are terrible. That's a possibility. Sure. I don't think that's true. I, I really don't think that's true because that, there are quite a lot of people at Game Freak who've been there like the entire time and are very clever people and know what they're doing. 100%. I am not convinced it's the, oh, they don't know how to make a 3D game, uh, because, like, Legends Arceus was great. Now, you could say that the it didn't look as good as a good, fine, whatever, but sure. that's not the same thing, right? It ran really well, and it played really well, and it was fun. And so it could be it could be these things combined. It could be a number of issues. It could be the fact that they use people from certain, because cause the thing is, right, it's not just people who work for Game Freak who, who have programmed on this game. There are contractors that they use. You can see that all in the credits. There are plenty of people who work on this game who are not. It could be that it could be the timeline and the timeline, we don't know who decides the timeline. We don't know that. We don't know if it's Game Freak who say, we're going to do this by this point. We don't know if it's the Pokemon Pokemon Company. company who says it must happen by this point. We don't know who does that. And it could be just reprioritizing of things. Like someone has said, no, no, in, in management no no this is not going to be prioritized we're going to prioritize that instead and that has led to this situation yep. like there's not someone who goes oh i'm going to program in this bug that makes this really really <laughs> bad right and you i know for a fact that there are going to be people who work at game freak plenty of them who are disappointed with what they oh. released oh and who have been saying for months they have been saying for months that this needs more time yeah. and that these things need to be prioritized over these, these other things. And we don't know who those are and we don't. And I just, yeah, I, I really don't want to get into the blame game because yeah, the, they, they messed up, right? The, the game runs terribly and there are many bad design decisions in this game, mm-hmm. but like, it's not about individuals. It's about the culture as a whole and the complications, yeah, because it's a real like there are several hundred people who worked in this game, <laughs> and those decisions are not made by one person, right? <laughs> you know,
0: yeah, no, I, I a million percent agree with you. I, I, yeah. Again, I guess it's the frustration of like, well, Nintendo wouldn't have let this happen. Of, like, yeah. Nintendo did. not yeah. releasing... It's nonsense. Right. Like, like, Nintendo we, we no, had... knew what was going out the door. Like, Nintendo was the people who sat down Absolutely. and showed me yeah. the game. And they, they yeah. were genuinely excited yeah. about certain yeah. things. Yeah. 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 A- and, you know, it, it, it's like, well, the Pokemon company makes all this money. And, again, I have to stress, like, every time they sell a Pikachu plush on Pokemon Center doesn't mean that Game Freak gets another dollar. They have their budgets. Like this is not unique to these companies, right? Like like Twitch, yeah. like Mixer could, could have survived because of Microsoft. But Mixer was not pulling its own weight and Microsoft shut it down. But if Microsoft wanted to go head to head with Twitch, Microsoft has infinite money. They could have kept Mixer around for 5, 10, 15 years with Mixer taking a loss. Amazon.com does not make Amazon money. It takes a loss every single year. The, re- the reason that Amazon makes money is AWS. Yes, the reason that Pokemon company makes money is because they sell a lot of plushes and a lot of five hundred dollar watches and a lot of four hundred dollar Rayquaza pens. Like Game Freak still has a responsibility to like do whatever Game Freak needs to do to stay afloat. Sure, can the Pokemon money company Pokemon money? That's true. If the can the Pokemon <laughs> company give them more money? Yes. Can they give them more time? We, I, no one can answer that question because we don't know who is setting the time we don't know if game freak is setting their own time we don't know if pokemon company is we don't maybe it's nintendo we just do not know maybe it's the three of them coming yeah. together being like how much time do you need three years okay we're all in agreement for three years and then stuff
1: doesn't yeah. happen right like right. But it, 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 it's so but hard we love we love to blame as well because we had last year with Brilliant diamond, and shining pearl. Everyone was blaming Ilka for this. Oh, the game would have been so much better if Game Freak had built it. And now we're on the opposite end of that spectrum. Right. You know, it's, right? Well, it's, we we, love it, to we, blame we were on people. the like.
0: I wish somebody yeah. else would make a Pokemon game that isn't Game Freak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we we
2: have yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing is, is that ultimately, what what it, why are we seeking blame? It is a it is a pointless, useless thing. The bottom line yeah. is a company made a bad product and they will either learn from it or they won't. Right. And your choice is to continue purchasing it or not. And if this was a bridge too far for you, cool. Be, go- be done. Be happy. Live your life. I like not like to be gone. Good. Be gone. <laughs> be gone. <laughs>
0: but the other thing too is like, I, you know, there, there was a point where destiny was bad. I mean, some could argue that Destiny was always bad. But there there was a point where Destiny was bad, and Bungie made decisions, and they updated the game. We know that this game will probably get DLC. We know that this game will receive an update. They did formally apologize in the last update. So it is possible. And look, I'm not coming on this program. We're not ending this episode saying like... We had. I think it's very clear after talking 10 hours that we have all had different enjoyment levels of this game. But at the end of the day, we all enjoyed it to an extent, right? I'm yep. still playing it. I will still continue to play it. But that doesn't mean that the frame rate, the graphics, whatever else, the bugs, those three things, don't hinder people's mm-hmm. experiences. And mm-hmm. if they update it and if they fix it, it would be very easy for me yes. to recommend and yep. to tell people, but that doesn't erase people's oppressions going through. And maybe yeah. that's why I was so hard on the whole like map thing, because you can't undo it once you beat the game. You've, you've, that experience yeah. is there. Whether or not you went in the correct order or your own order, now that you're done with it, you know the order. Now that you've, whether you went in the right order, you still can't forget that like, oh, I fell through the floor like eight times. Or, oh, my game crashed. Or, oh, like when I was in the Grafaii the forest, I went at like three frames I, a second.
2: I was at the top of a mountain, and a Gardevoir and Corellia spawned in on the side, and I just watched them slide off into oblivion. And I'm like,
1: <laughs> I will, yeah. I, I will say that with one exception, Steve, is that I, I don't want them to fix all the bugs, because some of them are just very funny. <laughs> Did you see the Slowbro the, the slow bug?
0: Oh, yeah. so, Just so, slow, yeah. so th- there was there was the there was a bug that they didn't fix because I, I i still have this bug but there was a bug where a great ball would spawn in like a room so this would be very common in the school so every time you'd walk through a door you'd see a little great ball on the floor and i think people uh-huh. speculated that this was like how they centered the room or like where like the point of everything should be around it seemed like a pointer is what people said i don't know I, i've never built a game uh, but anyways, it was very noticeable at doorways. So I guess that made sense. Um, but somebody, instead of getting a great ball, they just got a slow bro. So yep. every room they walked in, there was just a slow bro standing there. Just a there. slow bro And then they there. went outside yeah. and they started like catching Pokemon and battling people. And the slow bro would still be there. <laughs> and I was like, don't yep. fix that. That don't sounds incredible. That.
2: <laughs> uh, one final point I want to make about area zero is that's what I want from games, right? When I say I want a non-open world because you can make a singular, very well-contained story in one area where the entire area fits that story, that's what I like in games. Area Zero was like, ah, yes, I'm home. This is what I want. A contained, strong story in one area that's in here and I get, text over things because you know where I'm going and you can tell me a cool story. That is what I want.
0: We should talk about this. And this will be our final thing before we wrap up is the, the Maraidon versus Maraidon, Koridon versus Koridon battle. You know, I think the professor battle was really great. Uh, your mileage may vary depending on your team. Uh, music. Very good. They, they, they give you. It's a, I, I don't know if most people, you know, when, when, when I guess when I'm describing or talking, I kind of think of like a casual person, not necessarily a hardcore Pokemon fan. But I, I think of like the casual people who go through that battle. And I don't know if people know that like that battle is really <laughs> scripted, but I don't necessarily think that's bad mm-hmm. um, because they the thing that they're trying to do in that battle. It was very obvious to me uh, is they wanted you to feel that you're about to lose. And then for your friends to cheer you on. And then for you to ultimately win. And it's funny because I think that's what most hardcore fans want. I think when people go like, oh, I want a hard Pokemon game. Or I like, want something to like challenge me. I feel like what they're actually asking for is like, I want to feel like I, I was supposed to lose and that I won like, oh, I shouldn't have won that, and I did, and that feels great, right? Like, you see jaded competitive fans, and they're never, like, they're never, like, oh, I, they're always, like, well, I would have won if they didn't hit Thunder Wave, or, like, oh, I would have won if if they didn't critical hit me, right? Yeah. Like, they know why they lost. And uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone, like, loses against Tulip, and they're, like, hmm, I don't know how to beat her. <laughs> like, like, but in this in this battle... I think they almost always taunt you right away, and they purposely give you Endure. And I would argue, I don't have the numbers for it, that a casual Pokemon fan never uses like Growl or never uses Screech or like never uses like Protect, right? They're just, what's the super effective move? I'm going to hit it. And I think I talked about this a couple episodes ago where like in order for me to win a match, I needed to not use the super effective move, and I needed to use Icy Wind. Yeah. That was the only way I would have won, is to hit the Icy Wind button and do, like, two damage, but slow, slow them down for my next Pokemon. And there were multiple ways to win the Korydon versus Korydon match, but I think ultimately what they wanted you to do was indoor, get to one HP, everyone cheers, and then you had time to Terrastalize and then knock out. Um, but I saw other people, like, use potions, because, like, literally didn't know what endure did. They were like, oh, I didn't know I was supposed to press this button, so I just, like, hyper-potioned. And I, even, I didn't even think of that because I thought about what the game was asking me to do. Like,
1: oh, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: I'm going to endure, I'm going to survive this hit. My next turn, I'll be able to Trastalize. He's half health. I'll be able to do enough damage. So it was very interesting. I'd actually be... I, I'm sure nothing happens if you lose the match. I'm sure it just restarts. But, like, it was... I, to me, it was just interesting. They made a very oh my gosh, you're going to lose. Let all your friends cheer. You won. Because they were trying to, like, how else do you really tell that story without kind of setting it up? And again, I don't think it's bad. I think it worked. I, you already had your tough battle with the six that the the professor used. So to, like, end on a more scripted thing. But again, I don't think a lot of people, I think the majority of people, and not that it's a bad thing, Probably didn't realize how scripted it was. People listening to the show probably realized that it was a pretty scripted match. I,
1: yeah. I, I I, mean, I generally don't like the sort of scripted stuff because I, I feel like that kind of pulls me out of the game. Like I'm playing a game, blah, 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 blah. However, I was fine with it in this thing because like it, it wasn't the game interrupting you with something. It was, okay, when you're ready, come over to this point and we'll do this. And I was like, right. Okay. So I'm ready for the final bit of story. And then... That whole bit was, like, it's what Greg's looking for in a game, the, the the all of that. It's not what I'm looking for in a game, but I'm fine with it. As long as it's, like, I get to choose when it happens. Um. So, like, I went, okay, now I'm ready for Area Zero. Let's go and do with it. And then I spent an hour or so in there doing that. That's fine. I just hate it when, like, these things kind of interrupt your normal game flow. Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting to watch other people do it and them like not realizing what Endure did or not like um,
1: it was, it, I wasn't going to do anything other than what it told me to do why, why right, like, it was clearly like, it was what needed to do like
0: I, I watched so many people on Twitch or, or just talked to people who walked through that fight and it was like, like a lot of people didn't even like realize why they were taunting and it was just you know it, it's it's I've, I think the thing I learned a lot through Sword and Shield is that I think the hardcore Pokemon fans are so vocal in thinking that these games are easy or that they they need something more when like the reason Game Freak is selling 26 million copies of Sword and Shield is because they know their audience and they know what they're selling it to.
2: I mean, again, we are in a community of hardcore Pokemon people, right? Like (laughs) people who are going to go out of their way to watch people play and listen about Pokemon are not that far on the casual side. Right. So we tend to hear from them a lot, the people that have been playing these games for hundreds of years now and know the things in and out. But I I, I do think the scripting of that, again, I, I, I do enjoy a well-scripted tense ending, right? Like, I knew that there was probably very little chance I was going to lose that fight because, mm-hmm. boy... What, that's not a way you end a storyline, right? Um, but still, they evoked all the right moments and all the right things, and they they, they really sort of brought everybody together as a final uh, moment of triumph, which I think the game needed. Mm-hmm. Um, still think it was like short shifting Narvin a little bit, but uh, I, I, I think it was well... I think it was what... I think is what they needed to end this leg of the story on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, a million percent. We know there's more story coming. There is, but yes. But I think they needed to end this tale of bringing everybody together, including your legendary Pokemon, to actually be like, and everybody is at the end of their journey and ready to start anew.
0: Yeah, and I would I would argue that, like, this game has a lot to do post. I saw somebody like tweet like, man, I wish there was post game. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because like you could you could argue that area zero is not post game, but it, it is like when you first go through it, you're not really exploring it. Um, like you still have to catch the other legend. They give you two Karidon and two Miradon both games, which is great because you would yeah. ideally trade the other one.
2: You have to catch the killer.
0: You have... you, you Like, uh, once you beat the game, you have to do all the gym leaders again, um, which is great. Uh, there's a tournament that opens up. There's six-star raids that open up. Like, I do feel like there's a lot... Like, again, for a game that, you know, people are like, oh, the, they need more time. There's crunch. I'm not debating the frame rate or the graphics, but, like, there's a lot of game here. Uh, and I think that was the point I was trying to make earlier. Like, yes... It w- they spent three years on it. Yes, there are clearly things that were not finished, like Pokemon's eyes closing during battle, but mm. there is so much game here uh, that it, it kind of gets overshadowed by bugs and frame rate, and yeah. that is fixable.
2: The, o- the obvious flaws take away from the game.
0: Um, but there, there's a lot of game after, after you get credits. So yeah, I think that's our credits. I think uh, we're good with this series, um, which means that it's been three weeks, I think. By the time these episodes come out, it'll be three weeks that the games have come out. Um, we'll probably do the next episode of ISC. We'll probably be the last episode, spoiler free. And then every episode going forward, the game's been out for a month. So, you know, if we bring up Coridon or uh, Iron Hands or Iron Bundle or Scream Tail, you know, all I'll fair game after that.
1: That just brings up one last point. Why do all the future versions have such bad names compared to the past versions? Like no, it's they're bad. all iron something. Oh my word! Could you not have thought of some better names for the future ones? <laughs> I know, <It's> not great. <sighs> yeah, we get it. Look, you had one idea for the future, and they're the, all robots. Great.
2: The future is dystopian, right? The past. <laughs> the past is rich. The future is dystopian. This is established none of them are going to
1: wear. None of them are actually going to be made of iron, though. Right. Yeah, and but the, be- the best name from iron. is Iron
0: Bundle. Everything else <laughs> I mean, is I mediocre. I disagree with that. Iron Bundle is a great
2: name and a great Pokemon. <laughs> I, I don't know. Iron Junkulus. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> Pretty bad. Pretty awesome. It's bad. <laughs> iron Junkulus is really awesome. It's bad.
0: <laughs> All right. This is the last time. Thank you for listening to the series. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, I would say let us know your favorite paradox pokemon also weird they don't actually use the word paradox it's just in the pokedex but like yeah uh favorite paradox pokemon in the comments obviously i read everything on discord slack youtube twitter all that stuff love to hear from you guys hopefully you enjoyed the series um you know i i I think in retrospect this was the best way we could have done the series for an open world game but you know there'll always be more pokemon games there'll be dlc there'll be all that stuff so uh anyways thank you for listening thank you for making it to the end one last time, I guess. Three, <laughs> two, one. Hasta, hasta la, la vista. Hasta la vista.
2: Star.
1: Oh, it's like star. Oh. yeah. I the, never g- got that until now. No, you.
0: they're oh, making a star, Al.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I mean like hasta la vista star. Because they're, yeah.
0: <laughs> they're team
1: star. they team star. That took me till this point to realize that the star Cut. was star. End
0: of episode. You gotta go. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. If you would like to support our show and what we do here, you can head over to patreon.com PKMNCAST. A huge shout out to our producers who support our show, starting with Jessica, Kay, Matthew, Sean, Stephen, Anthony, Brian, Gray, Josh, Casey, Catherine, Bovine, Nate, Ryan, and Stuart. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Brady and Spencer. Thank you so much for supporting our show. We'll be back next week. If you too would like to support our show, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And we will see you guys next time.